Welcome to the Mind and My Wellness Podcast, your podcast for all things macros, movement, mindset, and everything in between. I'm your host, Danny Marenberg, an ex-yo-yo dieting cardio junkie turned sustainable nutrition coach who's helped over 1,000 women feel confident in their skin by learning how to eat for their goals without sacrificing a life well-lived. I created the Mind and My Wellness podcast to give you simple, effective, and manageable tips you can take away from each episode and implement in your daily life to look and feel like the best version of you. Each week, my guests and I teach you the secrets to mastering your health and owning your power. Nutrition, mindset, movement, and women's health are all topics you'll find here. Think of our time together as your productive little health break from the day. So grab your headphones, fill up your water, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mind and My Wellness podcast. You guys, I'm just like doing the happy dance over here with how many of you have been listening in and taking me on your little walks and I'm like in your earbuds as you're doing chores around the house. I feel so honored. So thank you for making me a part of your day. If you're new here, welcome. If you are a frequent listener, thank you. Thank you for continuously showing up and listening to little old me spew out all the health details. (laughs) So today's episode I wanted to dive into a topic that I think we are all very familiar with, and that is dieting. But it's not just about dieting. It's about what I see a lot of women doing wrong when it comes to dieting. I think we can all agree that dieting has become something that seems constant. Am I right? Give me a head nod if you've been constantly dieting because you just haven't hit your goal yet. So you just live in this perpetual diet. I had been there once too. We've been flooded with messages around dieting and what a proper diet looks like and then get whiplash when a new diet comes to town and we feel like that diet must be our golden ticket. But in reality, no one diet is going to work for everybody. We are all unique in our lifestyles, in our dieting history, our day-to-day exercise, and so much more. So in order to lose fat, it does require eating in a deficit. But not all deficit dieting is created equal. In today's bite-sized episode, I'm breaking down the six mistakes I see most commonly occurring with women when dieting. And if you're falling victim to any of these mistakes, do not worry. I'll be providing you with recommendations you can implement for each and every one of them. If you feel like you're always dieting, but nothing seems to work, or you feel like you can't ever seem to keep the weight off without it coming back with a vengeance, or maybe you're entering your first cut and you want to set yourself up for your best success, then this episode is for you. So let's dive into the six mistakes I see most women making when dieting. Mistake number one is they're spending too much time dieting. And yes, I see this far too often, and I was guilty of this myself, where I would just live in a constant deficit eating low calorie because 
I could never reach my goal. So I thought that I just had to keep eating low calorie and someday I would get there. But the truth is what actually happens when you eat low calorie for an extended period of time is your metabolism will adapt. It's called metabolic adaptation. And what happens is your metabolism starts to slow down. So no, it's not your age that is causing your metabolism to slow down. Many studies show that your metabolism doesn't actually slow down due to age until you're well into your 60s. What happens is this restrictive eating actually leads to a down-regulated metabolism. Now, I have a free training that covers this topic entirely in terms of what happens to your metabolism after long periods of undereating and how we can repair it and why that's causing you to not reach your full potential or experience the results you're hoping for. I'll link it down in the show notes, but you can also go to mindandmymacros.com forward slash free training to save your spot. And that is an amazing training because like I said, especially if you're coming from a dieting mindset and you've been living in a constant diet, you're going to learn so much from that free training. So go ahead and go save your spot there. But it's really important that we are taking breaks from dieting and that we're also finding balance in our diet and we're not being too restrictive. So making sure that we're spending more time outside of dieting, where our metabolism and hormone health and gut health, everything is going to be in a more optimal state when we're eating roughly the same amount of calories that we're expending per day, or even a little bit more. When we're in a constant deficit and just living there, what happens is our hormones and body processes become suppressed, and it becomes a lot more difficult to lose body fat along with the fact that your metabolism has downregulated, your body could potentially go into this survival state where it wants to store body fat to use as energy because you're not fueling it properly. So the biggest mistake, I put this number one for a reason, is that they're not spending enough time outside of dieting and they're spending far too much time focusing on dieting. So that's mistake number one. Moving on to mistake number two is there's a lack of consistency. And what that could look like is it can show up with weekends. Weekends are a third of your week if you're looking Friday to Sunday, which that's a huge chunk of your week that if you are quote unquote, I hate this term, but let's just say quote unquote, you're being good Monday through Thursday, then the weekend comes around and all of that consistency that you had Monday through Thursday goes out the window, well, your weekends are going to make up a large chunk of your week that can also lead to a lack of progress being made, especially if you're looking for fat loss because a deficit is needed. So taking into account your weekends and treating your weekends much like your weekdays. Now, this does not mean that you have to be restrictive. Absolutely not. And we'll cover that here in a moment. But the weekends are definitely a big one that I see in terms of where most of my clients will have lost a lot of consistency before working together and finding that balance. Another area are BLTs, bites, licks, and tastes. 
Those bad boys add up. Let me tell you, that was my MO before was as I was making food, I would sneak some little bites here and there. I have clients who are moms and they will nibble off of their kids' snacks and food and finish the rest of their meals. And those foods add up. And it's not that you can't have them. It's just that you need to account for them. So being aware of BLTs and not treating them like they're not happening, that is important in adherence and consistency. Then being overly restrictive can lead to a lack of consistency because it establishes this all or nothing mindset around food or this black and white thinking, labeling foods as good or bad, where you restrict certain foods or food groups altogether in some instances because you're labeling them off limits or bad, or they are going to do harm to you and your progress. When oftentimes what happens is we restrict, 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 And then it leads to we have one thing that is quote unquote off limits and it spirals into this. Well, you know what? I just had that croissant. So this whole day is a waste. I'll just start over again tomorrow. And that sort of mindset, that all or nothing mindset around food leads to oftentimes this lack of consistency, especially if we're running into that mindset time and time again, especially on the weekends is when I typically see it. So instead, let's add in the foods that we love, but in a balanced way each day. So instead of having, you know, egg whites for breakfast, a small salad for lunch and chicken and broccoli for dinner and trying to be, you know, perfect with this very clean eating, instead of doing that, add in a cookie. If you love your cookies, like add in a cookie after your lunch or go out to ice cream with your kids after dinner and enjoy that ice cream cone and bake that into your day. I like to encourage 80-20 lifestyle. So 80% of your foods, 80% of your choices, it's going to be whole food focused. It's going to be mindful choices. Whereas the 20% It's a much smaller percentage, but that allows for flexibility and it allows for this non-restriction that then can help facilitate that all or nothing mindset and kind of like rid out that all or nothing mindset. So incorporating balance is actually going to help with your consistency. So if we can add in some of those foods that you love that maybe you're labeling as a bad food because you think they're not going to help you reach your goal, when in reality, they might actually be doing the opposite. It might actually be doing more harm than good by restricting so much because then those times when you quote unquote cave and give in and have that food that's off limits to you, it can lead to this spiral effect or really just a a mindset that you know, can spiral. So it can actually do more harm than good. And reframing your mindset around the foods you're eating and promoting balance can have far more of an impact in your overall success with weight loss, fat loss, body recomposition, than trying to be 100% perfect with your nutrition and eat 100% clean. So 
Mistake number two is oftentimes there's a lack of consistency that can come down to the weekends, those bites, licks, and tastes if you're not accounting for those, or being overly restrictive and having this all or nothing mindset around food. I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to share with you something that I only wish I knew years ago on my health journey that changed everything for me. I was the girl who had tried every diet under the sun, worked out seven days a week, yet was constantly left feeling disappointed that all my hard work and time wasn't paying off. Can you relate? If the answer is yes, then my free training, Three Steps to Transform Your Body with Macros, is just for you. In this training, I share the secrets to leveraging your metabolism to lose fat without restriction, eliminating the foods you love, or sacrificing a life well-lived. So if you're ready to say so long to yo-yo dieting and kick low-calorie diets to the curb, you're not going to want to miss this free training. Head on over to mindedmymacros.com forward slash free training to register today. Or you can head on over to my show notes to find the link. I hope to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. All right, moving on to mistake number three is you are overexerting yourself with physical activity. Now, yes, physical activity is extremely beneficial for so many reasons, but pushing too hard with excessive exercise can trigger your body's stress response, increasing your cortisol levels, which can hinder fat loss and impact overall well-being. I see this very often when women come to me in my coaching program in the Macro Accelerator, and they are doing you know five days a week of HIIT workouts, and they are going all out, and they're like, why is nothing, this is not working for me. Why am I not able to lose weight or get into the shape that I'm hoping I'm doing everything right. I'm, you know, I'm eating healthy. I'm doing these HIIT workouts and I'm exerting myself in each and every workout. When in reality, what oftentimes happens is we are riding on these high cortisol levels and we are putting our body into this fight or flight state, into this highly stressed state that wants to prevent us from losing body fat. Because again, your body fat is there as a protection. It wants to stay there in those times of overexerting effort because it doesn't know if you're going to be fueling it enough and it wants to hold on to that fat to use as an energy source in the future should it need it. So pair that with undereating and you've got yourself a beautiful little disaster there. But instead of focusing on these high impact or overexerting exercises, focus on rest and recovery. How can you find some balance in your routine and in your exercise? Maybe that's incorporating more lower impact exercise. And if you're loving your HIIT workouts, this is not me saying, you know, rid out your HIIT workouts, but how can we find a more balanced approach that is supporting your body and your metabolism and your hormone health. Because ultimately, we need all of that together in harmony to reach our goals, to experience fat loss, to experience body recomposition, to improve our overall health, 
So looking for balance in our routine, again, maybe looking at some low impact that could be some strength training. That could be going for a walk or incorporating Pilates or yoga, some form of lower impact exercise sprinkled in throughout the week, but also focus on also taking days off. Rest is just as important in helping our hormones regulate, which ultimately, again, is going to help you in the long run promote fat loss. Mistake number four is impatience, which let's be honest, we all want results immediately, right? But it's impatience and just giving up too soon. Sustainable change takes time. And oftentimes, impatience can lead to disappointment and discouragement, which makes you want to throw in the towel. And this happens before we get to the good stuff. So If you haven't listened to my episode on the difference between weight loss and fat loss, I highly recommend heading on back and listening to that episode because it's so important to understand the difference between those two and what sustainable change looks like. Now, if you're trying to lose fat, reduce body fat, that is going to move much slower than just overall weight. And I explained it in that episode, but Sustainable change takes time, and it's going to probably take more time than you want it to, but that's what makes it sustainable. I bet you if I had asked you if you want a quick fix, but it's going to come back, or if you're in it to see long-term change, but it's just going to take a little bit longer, my best guess is you're probably going to be okay with it taking a little bit longer as long as you know that it's going to last. So this is where impatience is this fourth mistake because we oftentimes don't get to that point before throwing in the towel. So instead, find ways to stay motivated and set realistic expectations. So a realistic expectation for a fat loss phase is anywhere from a half a pound to 1.5 pounds on average per week. And this is looking at weekly average weight, not day-over-day weight fluctuations. So setting these realistic expectations against your goal, understanding that there are more victories than just the scale. So maybe you're experiencing more energy. Maybe you have more mental clarity. All of these are huge victories when it comes to your nutrition that should also be celebrated and highlighted outside of just the number on the scale. Moving on to mistake number five, which is relying solely on that scale. And yes, body weight fluctuations are so normal and they don't always reflect your true health or your body recomposition changes. I also have a full episode on 10 reasons why our body weight fluctuates, so you can listen to that. But Instead of relying solely on the scale and using that, which again can lead to disappointment if we are impatient, which is that mistake number four, but instead of fully relying on that scale to dictate our success, I recommend using things like body measurements, getting a very cheap tape measure off of Amazon and measuring your hips, your waist, your bust, you can do a thigh and a like a bicep 
and keep measurements over the course of every two weeks, every four weeks, whatever cadence you'd like to keep those measurements. Also, assessing how your clothes are fitting. This is an amazing way to gauge overall progress that has nothing to do with the scale. I have clients on a weekly basis in the macro accelerator program that will message us and be like, oh, the scale is not budging, but I just fit into some shorts that I haven't worn in three years because I couldn't even button the top of them. And now they're loose. Well, that's because of body composition changes. You can lose body fat, but your weight can hold relatively stable, especially if you're focusing on weight training. So this is an amazing win. So using clothes as an assessment, photos are an amazing way to gauge progress, looking at photos over time. And then you can also use things like DEXA scans or in-body scans. There's float scans too that are going to be like cream of the crop, understand like your full body fat percentage, muscle mass, all of that. Those do cost money. Those are, you have to go out of your way to do them, but those are available too. So don't rely solely on the scale. I highly recommend using these other forms of measurement. And then the final mistake, mistake number six, is that there is a lack of a post-diet plan. We focus so much on dieting and reaching a specific goal. And then once that goal is achieved, then what? There's a lot of uncertainty about how to maintain that progress. So instead, make sure you have a post-dieting plan. I highly recommend a reverse diet. Reverse dieting can be so beneficial to rebuild your metabolism after periods of deficit eating, after being in a diet, to maintain your results while optimizing your metabolism. Also focus on the foundations of building balanced meals and listening to your hunger cues. So instead of going from your diet right back to how you were previously eating, which oftentimes leads to this yo-yo dieting effect where we actually don't keep the results long-term, focus on having an after-diet or post-dieting plan. This is exactly what we help our clients with in the Macro Accelerator Coaching Program, which is my four-month coaching program. We have women in this program with all different goals, whether that's fat loss, whether they've been in a deficit for an extended period of time and they are in that phase of, okay, I've been living in a diet and it's not working, now what? So we work through a reverse diet. We spend time focusing on body recomposition where they will see that they're fitting better into their clothes, but they're not actually in a diet, which is absolutely amazing. So this program really focuses on having a plan that is specific to your needs and your goal and where you're at in your life, what your lifestyle looks like. Because again, no one diet is going to work for everybody. Everyone is unique and they need a dieting plan that can accommodate that. So I highly recommend always, always, always having a dieting plan and a post-dieting plan as well. All right, so to recap on the six mistakes I see most common amongst women when it comes to dieting are number one, they're dieting for far too long or they're just living in a constant diet. Number two, there's a lack of overall consistency. Number three, 
They're overdoing it with the exercise. Number four, they're impatient and they're giving up too soon. Mistake number five, they're only relying on the scale to measure success. And the final mistake, number six, is they don't have a plan for after their deficit. I know firsthand how challenging it can be to get out of this dieting mindset, but I promise you that you want to be working with your metabolism. You want to be working with your hormone health and your gut health. All of these things work together to ultimately lead you to sustainable change. So if you're looking for a plan or guidance, I'll link down in the show notes the link to apply to my macro accelerator program. But having some sort of plan and understanding that it's really important to not be living in a deficit for an extended period of time is what's ultimately going to move the needle for you to experience the results that you're hoping for in your fat loss journey. As you were listening to this episode, did anyone pop up in your mind and you think, yep, these tips would be really helpful for them? (laughs) If so, please send this episode to them. That's the way that we're going to spread this knowledge and help more people. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mind and My Wellness podcast. I would love to hear from you and all that you thought about this episode. So please head on over to at Mind and My Macros on Instagram and send me a DM and let's chat about it. All right, until next time, keep minding your wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love hearing from you. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Mind and My Macros to keep the combo going. If you've learned anything from this episode or any of my past episodes, I'd really love it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love hearing what you've learned or what you've taken away from any of these episodes. It means so much to me when you do that. And if you have any friends you know that need a little help kicking some old dieting mentalities to the curb and want some simple, effective, and sustainable tips to feel their best share a link to this episode with them. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.